Hello, everybody. Crypto traders around the world. We're back with another episode of Crypto Talk Radio, found at CryptoTalkRadio.net, a.k.a. Basic Cryptonomics. Thank you for joining here today. My name is Leister. I'm your host. We've got a couple topics I want to go through. First, let's get the particulars out of the way, and then we'll jump right into this. Once again, that site is CryptoTalkRadio.net. That's where you're going to find all of our past, present, and future podcast episodes. The podcast is on all major podcasting platforms as well. Feel free to check that out. Let us know what you think. Link at the top says contact. Click that. Fill out the form. Come straight in. We read each and every one of those. We appreciate hearing feedback from our listeners, whether you're a subscriber or not. We would appreciate your subscription if you're a first-time listener. We again welcome you here. We think you're going to find it's completely different from any other crypto podcast that's out there. And hopefully you get great enrichment to the point that you feel like you want to spread the word out there. The last thing I'll call out is our triad membership. The triad is where we are trying to build a community of serious investors, not the kids that say the word Jeet and say the word Keck and can't half read. We're talking serious investors that believe there's something to this cryptocurrency thing and they want to talk to other grown adults, other serious people. Get away from the toxicity. Check it out on the site. Click on triad. It'll tell you about our different tiers for joining the full on triad. If you still have questions, you can join us in our discord channel. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. And anybody will be happy to answer any questions you may have. Given that, let's go ahead and jump right into our content for today's episode. All right, well, as I wait for my food to be delivered, I figured now's the best time to go ahead and knock out the podcast here at CryptoTalkRadio.net and do our updates starting with a really brief internal update just to keep you guys in the loop because I do think that's important, at least. And then we'll get into crypto news. And as I said, I said in our Discord, and if you haven't joined our Discord, I do and I do welcome you. CryptoTalkRadio.net slash Discord will take you straight there. We are building a community of people, serious people, working together. So feel free to join us as we chat about things crypto. And with the personal and what's going on, I wanted to just... Level set, straight up. I like what I do for a living. I I like the work, you know, generically. I like the work. It's just good work and it's fulfilling work. I get the opportunity to help people make a difference in what they do for their work. So my work involves improving their life and making things easier. Unfortunately, I deal with certain people who don't get it and that's, it is what it is. But my point is I enjoy what I do. It's fulfilling. I have challenges with some of the people. It's not about the work. It's about the people. The first endeavor, it goes in these waves that are bizarre and illogical and some points frustrating, but it's illogical. It just goes in waves where sometimes it's cool as a fan. Like today was actually pretty cool. We had a technical issue, but nothing, no contention, no nothing. I was in not back to back, but damn near back to back meetings on the second endeavor. Then there were four meetings today for that one. And those, they were increasingly relying on me for things, which is good. We're getting, they're starting to use me, you know, do you use me? Uh, that's what we want. So great. Uh, but I have to wait. And so then they'll say, tell me what you're working on. And it's like, I'm waiting. And they don't like that, but it is what it is. I'm being the, telling the truth. If you want me to lie to you, I ain't like everybody else. So now the second one's starting to ramp up. It's not like heavy work. It's just waiting. It's dull waiting. And they have expectations of the project that I, I'm not directly involved in. So that's this weird, but once again, 
The second one might as well be a free check because I'm not fully engaged at this point. It continues. The first one continues. First one doesn't pay like I want to. The second one fills the gaps by essentially dumping money into my bank account. Now what I got to do is take one of my checks. And I'm not exaggerating when I say this. Basically, one. so the second endeavor pays me every week. The first one pays me every 15 days, which is BS, but that's what it is. For one check of the first endeavor, it's almost the same as one of the weeks of the second endeavor. You're like, I'm telling you, that's how BS the first one is. However, I can take any one of the checks on either of them and pay my tax bill next year. That's freaking awesome. And so <laughs> I'm now planning, all right, what is that going to look like? I had so many losses in cryptocurrency because of what was going on in the bear. It's going to offset a lot of my expense. But I'm also doing the, you know, if you ever do the um, W-2s or W-4s rather, you know, you say that you're exempt because I was exempt because last year I didn't make a dime. I, I made money, but trust me, if I were to tell you that dollar amount, you would laugh at me. So I'm not going to tell you. I didn't make any money last year. 2021 was brutal. 2022 has been very good to me. I've made decent amounts of money. It got better once I got the second endeavor. I believe it'll be even better as we roll into 2023. At least that's what I hope. And that they'll continue to have use of me. It sounds like they're going to rely very heavily on kind of my skills. And that's good. And then the first one, we I told you about this urgent thing they need me to do. And I actually got a chance to meet with leadership, upper, upper leadership above my boss's pay grade. And they're all impressed because I've done all this. It's easy work for me. So I think I got the, the the pulse here. So it sounds like this these both are long-term things. That's great. Money flowing without any money uh, worries for the foreseeable future. Then I had somebody else reach out saying they wanted something. And I basically cussed them because one of their colleagues came at me incorrect. And like I say, show respect, come correct. However, it's all business. If they come back and they apologize, we can make a deal. That'd be a lot of money. And so that, I'm I'm on the hustle right now, folks. And I'm on route because crypto is letting me down right now. So I'm not flipping burgers at McDonald's. I'm making really good money right now. And that's why I'm giving back to the podcast, to my triad and everything else, because everything has stuck around with me this long. And I feel like I want to give back now. Given that, let's talk about some crypto, folks. So I said to my triad, I do not want to talk about FTX anymore. It's draining. It's dull. It's frankly frustrating. There's so much bad around FTX. It's getting progressively worse. More and more is being uncovered about this fiasco to the point people are theorizing that it may actually be FTX, not Terra Luna, that was singularly responsible for tipping the first domino that led us down a path of our bear extended bear periods that FTX might have actually triggered some of the failure of Terra Luna, at least in an indirect fashion by way of Citadel, et cetera, that FTX might've been involved in its battle with Binance. That is might've been involved in some very sketchy business across all these others that failed that FTX's leadership stories about them using customers' money to buy employees' houses. Basically, they were just rich rolling up in there. And then these kids that say the word jeet and dress like bums, all hanging out in a, as a YouTuber said, and I'm not going to swear, but an F pad out there in the Bahamas 
all of them together, just having a good old time. It's it's just boggling, and so it's getting worse and worse and worse. The the Elizabeth Warren might be involved, and Gary Gensler might be connected. There's tons of celebrities that are being sued because they endorsed it. It's bad, and so what I committed to try it is I'm not going to spend significant excessive time covering it. However, if there's something of substance, let's say that there's we can prove a connection to current government people, I think that's worth covering. If we find out, if we can prove that FTX truly started the fire, I think that's worth covering. If we find out that FTX somehow was in cahoots with Do Rokpul, a.k.a. Do Kwan, I think we can we can cover that. But I'm not going to go into the minutia of all the garbage that's going on with this because I don't, it, you'd have to spend hours just on the surface. It's bad. So. For anybody interested in FTX, detailed news, I do apologize, but I don't, I would be covering it every freaking day at this point because there's so much out there. What I will recommend is check out a search engine, just do a search on FTX news. You'll get a bunch of hits. Some of them are biased. Be careful. There's a lot, and I don't want to drag it the podcast down covering one topic when there's so much other fun stuff to be talking about out there. Okay, so now that that's out of the way, let's talk about some prices. Bitcoin is actually trending down even worse than I project, projected. I still see, based on the graphs, at least right now, it's currently at 16.9. I still say this guy's going as far as like 12-ish um, sometime in December. That's my guess. But just looking at the graph, it does not look good to me at least. And I see that we're going to go beneath $10,000 by Q1. You're like, whoa, I, I see that. Like, the amount of drop is substantial. We went at a, one segment. We went from a peak of twenty-one thousand down to about sixteen five. That's a significant drop. The fact that it was able to do this and ongoing, it's testing bottom resistance. That means it's like a momentum thing. I I, I truly see this, and if I get it wrong, and I hope I do, great. But at the same time, I see it's getting worse, not better. <laughs> that Q1, we're going to be beneath $10,000. And then I said before, it looked like it was going to kind of pick up roughly mid-2023. I don't see that. I see it gets even worse by mid-2023. I see that it somewhat comes back up, but not recovery to the degree I saw before as of the end of the year. What does this mean? It means that what we currently see in the price, the 16.9 or 16.8 or whatever it ends up being, I don't believe that by the for the next year, we're not going to see significant upward movement. Now, the flip of this is that if you believe in Bitcoin and you trust Bitcoin and you want to go all in on Bitcoin, I believe roughly December, January, February is ideally going to be a good time to buy if it turns out I'm right. I'm saying if you believe in it, if you trust it, because those are going to be the opportunities to get it at the lowest possible price you're going to see in years. Now, that's a risk if you choose to do it, because if you do, it may not go back up. And I'm not trying to tinfoil you. I'm just telling you the truth that it could very well crap out and not recover. It could get even worse than where it is. Is that likely? I don't know, because it's so bad now because of what happened with FDX primarily. I no longer see that light at the end of the tunnel that I saw at one point. And that's concerning across the industry. Now, here's the flip on that. Or not flip, but here's the downstream impact of this. I said that decoupling from Bitcoin would be important for us to move forward. Here's the issue. With the level of dip that I see, so it's significant, 
I see that Ethereum isn't going to rebound as much, but Ethereum is going to be healthier a year out from now. It's going to go down Ethereum. It's going to go down fast. It's going to go down to a significant degree because it had the same dip, which is scary. It had the same level of dip from roughly 1600 peak down to just above 11.5. That's a huge drop. And so if that repeats, that's what I'm resonating with, that there's a chance that dip repeats. That means that as of December, we're going to be somewhere in the 600s range. By Q1, down as far as possibly five, maybe 450. You're like, whoa, so was I, because Ethereum has not been that low in a long freaking time. Now, the upside on Ethereum is better than Bitcoin from my eyes because I don't believe that'll last. I believe it'll rebound faster, mostly because of the smart contracts that it uses, the utility. Also the burn, it is a deflationary token. I believe that Ethereum has more behind it that are going to supplant it and strengthen it more than Bitcoin. The other impacted was BNB, the Binance coin. The Binance coin as it stands is roughly about 280 bucks, 270 bucks on route to about 260, then down it by half. That's a lot. It's a lot. And then Q1 is like 120 some dollars. You're like, that's a lot. It had the same dip. It went as high as roughly about 340, 350 bucks, dipped all the way down to just about 275. Certainly not as significant as the other two, but it's significant for Binance coin. Remember, Binance Coin is now deflationary. It has a burn mechanic. It has all these, it has smart contracts and its momentum is increasing compared to where it was before. So BNB will rebound. I do think it'll rebound, but it won't rebound as strong as it could, meaning that we'll basically recoup losses leading into mid next year. I don't want to tinfoil or freak anybody out. I'm calling it like I see it straight down the middle because I don't want people to get into something and get potentially wrecked. Now, other such tokens that are out there, they're all tied essentially in terms of movement of price to Bitcoin. That's the unfortunate truth. It's going to be the truth. I don't see it's going to change. And what I'll tell you, just from my own opinion, is be careful what you invest in right now. I'm not telling you to invest. I'm not telling you not to invest. I'm telling you not to be careful. If you do invest, be careful what you do invest in because nothing is guaranteed. Nothing is certain. And I believe that we are in for a very difficult time in the very near future. Certain people are going to be feeling bad. And again, I want to stress this and I'm serious when I say it. Please do not, please, please, please do not consider things like suicide or any drastic actions over what's happening. I hope that people did not leave their stuff in one of these exchanges like Genesis or Gemini who have been halting withdrawals or any of these other ones. Hopefully it's in your wallet because not your keys, not your coins. Hopefully that's what's happening. If it's not, I'm going to recommend you don't leave your cash in one of these orgs because of the risk. It's up to you, but I don't recommend that you do. Long-term, I do still believe it'll be okay. We've got a long way to go and it's getting longer because of what happened here. And then we got to figure out how the government possibly is involved if it's involved, that's going to cause some turmoil, maybe. And the other bit of thing, and it's part of my news here, JP Morgan Chase, Wells Fargo. I did an update recently, and this was on Casual Talk Radio, our sister podcast. And I talked about ageism and the fact that these 
banks were closing branches. Of course, banks depend and elderly folks depend on banks in return for things like cash, for things that they need because they're comfortable with cash. It is what it is. Or cashier's checks if you're buying a home or something else. There's a lot going on with banks. Turns out very recently that FTX, these banks were actually involved. The two that I just mentioned, Chase and Wells, were actually exposed and subject to the FTX failure. So they had an involvement, and this was all declared as part of the bankruptcy documents. They had an involvement with FTX. I want to stress how bad this at, this part happens really to be, because if you're talking about banks, so now we're talking fiat risk, where banks are getting involved with this organization who is sketchy on the surface anyway. It means your money potentially is put at risk. Now, it so happens, of the banks that were called out, four of them, three of them are well-known major deals, Bank of America, Chase, and Wells Fargo. One of them I know of from a past deal. It was actually a client of, of a company I worked at, Silvergate Bank. Then you got other celebrities, Giselle Bunchen being one of them, Kevin O'Leary, Stephen Curry, Tom Brady. <laughs> the, the level of involvement now, just banks alone, should concern people because you got to think about it with the banks. You're talking people's deposited funds. And then they say they're shutting down branches. All of a sudden they've been shutting for a while, but the rate started increasing. I'm not trying to draw a line. I'm just saying it's mighty sketchy. And so you, you can't really trust. I'm not telling you to go back to mattresses, but I am telling you, you can't really trust anything nowadays. And I don't want anybody out there to be, Overly concerned, we should be concerned, but not to the degree you do anything extreme. But it's a scary time right now, and I don't want people to overreact, but I think it's good you know how bad it is, and bank involvement, to me, raises it a notch. Government involvement raises it a notch. Just FYI. And by the way, Kim.com, formerly of Mega Upload, now Mega.co.nz, who's been chased by the United States government for years now, He's starting to get in, and apparently he has inside contacts where he's trying to get some awareness about what really happened with this whole FTX business, so that may be very revealing. I don't know. My last bit of update news that I'll cover, there was an audit performed on Terra Luna very recently and what happened in this whole fiasco. So one of the things that was talked about was the rush to get a bunch of money to save Terra Luna before it went down, before the split. And Do Rugpull, a.k.a. Do Kwan, rushing around to do all this stuff and trying to get as much money to try to keep it pegged and ultimately it didn't work and all that good stuff, that's all cool. I still will call him Do Rugpull because by definition, if you make money available and then it's no longer available due to no fault of the investors, that's essentially a rug pull. Bottom line, there are people who are holding a worthless token. That's what happened. That's a rug pull by definition. So the fact that he was trying to fix it that's fine. Nobody says he didn't try to fix it. It's not like he just blatantly walked away, but he did blatantly walk away after he failed. And he took the wrong course to actually restore it. As in, he just rushed to the split. He didn't continue to try to fix it. He rushed to the split and then tried to walk away. And both tokens have suffered. Both communities have suffered. That's really the problem, at least in my opinion anyway. In closing, I'll just tell you straight up, Please do not yellow into projects. It's a scary time right now. If you're going to invest in cryptocurrency, understand all of the risk right now. From what I see, this is my opinion. 
I see all of them at risk. Now, if you are a firm believer in cryptocurrency, I'll tell you that Q1 is going to be a gold mine for anybody who wants to stack bags of cryptocurrency on a steep discount. If you're one of those that treats cryptocurrency, whenever the thing goes down, your tokens go down, you treat it as a discount like any other shopping, Q1, I believe, is going to be your time to stack some major bags, and there are going to be some people who make a lot of freaking money by doing so if they're that, because it's a gamble. It is a gamble because it could go even worse. It could go way worse. That may have pros and cons because it could be that it goes dastardly worse and simply takes longer to get back to stability. If I take, if you know, Bitcoin by itself, or I'll take Ethereum because it has more, I see more of a future. If you were to buy based on my estimate, let's say Q1, Ethereum goes down to 500 bucks. Let's just say that, right? It This guy peaked at like $5,000. That's close to a 10X, right? So if you toss just, I'll just throw a number for the rich out there, right? You toss $10,000 at it. I'm not telling you to. I'm saying the rich out there. You toss $10,000 at it, and let's say it does 10X. Let's say it does. Okay, that's a lot that you just made off of the least likely to fail coin out there in Ethereum. But you got to have, I'll say, cojones of steel to say, I'm going to do that because I believe so firmly in it. I'm saying that watch the price movement. And if you are one that believes in cryptocurrency, watch and see if what I'm seeing is going to happen. Number one, is it true that we see this significant drop in December sometime? If we do, and we see it's kind of going down and it's on a path down, then in Q1 sometime, does it go even further? And if it does, okay, boom, then you're gambling. Is it going to go back up? Nobody can say. I believe it will, but nobody can say. If it does, whoever jumps on that is going to make a lot of money if the prediction ends up right. That's the exciting but also scary part of cryptocurrency investing is you just can't know especially when there's these outside factors, but there's a huge potential for rebound if it turns out that the predictions are correct. And then it may catapult you possibly in life-changing. For some people, it's life-changing money opportunity. No matter what though, do not YOLO. Don't put everything you got in it. Make a little bit, get out. Don't put everything in it. Keep a roof over your head. Keep food over your table. That's what matters. Take care of your people. Don't get caught up in it because it is a gamble. And I don't want anybody to be hurt financially or even physically or emotionally or spiritually. That's going to do it for today's episode of Crypto Talk Radio found at CryptoTalkRadio.net. I want to thank you for listening here today. I know you have choices, whether you're a new listener or a subscriber. We appreciate each and every one of you. Check out our site, CryptoTalkRadio.net. We have a contact form, the link's at the very top. We'd love to hear from you and how we're doing and what you like or what you don't like. We read each and every one of those. Also, check out our triad. The Triad is a community that we're working to build forward of strong, smart investors, the ones that want to lead us into the next generation of cryptocurrency to evolve cryptocurrency into a more mature investment strategy for people, help people as they're growing and they get into this space. We don't want the ones that say the word Jeet and the ones that say the word Keck. We want the ones that treat this as a serious thing. Join us on our journey. Until next time, take care, be safe. Please don't YOLO into projects, any project. It doesn't matter what it is. Be smart with your investments. Make sure you always keep a roof over your head, food on your table. Your family comes first. Don't get stuck in this. Our goal is to try to help keep you safe, but we're only an informing source. There are a lot of sources out there, some of which are not really looking out for you. They're looking out for themselves. So always be careful with the advice that you take. 
And what you do with that information is up to you, but just be smart about it is all we ask. See you next episode.